Good evening all, Lizzie Bean back with this episode of the Beanology Bites. Uh, I'm literally flying by the seat of my pants, it's 6.32, totally forgot that I promised to release this at 7 o'clock on a Friday evening. So I've run upstairs and as per, I'm sat on the floor in my child's bedroom, leaning against a... Um, I was going to say microwave, but I mean um, those hot things. A radiator in my room because it's blimmin' freezing. Anyway, here we go. This week's Beanology Bites, it was all about mojo and where did it go. So I'm just going to literally deliver to you in a verbal capacity the newsletter that I deliver on a Monday. Um, Next week's one is all about perspective. But for tonight, let's talk about mojo and let's wonder where did it go. So I am genuinely really pleased that I'm still here with edition three of Beanology Bites. I'm excited that we've got this far uh, through hibernation um, and that I've had enough content to share to date. I hope, and this is a genuine hope, that it is proving pertinent, helpful and inspiring all of you to come home to a place of self-love. Because ultimately, although we are talking about a very COVID-specific time frame, the wisdom is always found somewhere under self-compassion. So motivation, one of what... A funny, absolutely hilarious topic to be in my top three. And it's here because I think it's what the world needs. Um, It's a very strange time. Some of us are juggling so much, some of us less so. And as we look on through the the window of social media, um, we talk to our friends, although incidentally I've written fiends in my actual newsletter. But maybe fiends are more useful at the moment. It can seem that others have it easier. Maybe they still have a job to go to, they have help with childcare, less to do. The fact is it matters not the practical implications of what's happening in our world because we are each dancing with so many emotions. And like a whirlwind of the mind, it is that that we share. And I just want to remind everybody that the window of social media we use to look upon the world is not real. Um, They are two-dimensional, single-shot captures of a moment in time, filtered, polished and cropped for mass consumption. Um, No matter how we have experienced the last 12 months, we do all have a story to tell. So this newsletter is not about motivating you to take up some mile-long challenge or climb Machu Picchu, uh, but to help you focus your attention on how you can help yourself feel better. It doesn't matter whether you're feeling okay or awful. This is about feeling better for where you begin, from where you begin, sorry, so that you have the capacity and then some to help those people around you, as well as putting yourself at the top of the priority list. We so often forget to put ourselves at the top of the priority list and then we feel crap. And then we feel less motivated. Um, I do know that for some of you, a massive challenge is just what you need. Um, This is about remembering we're all different and working out what we need individually to help motivate ourselves. So the last 12 months, they have all been a bit shit. Where in the beginning, we all dug deep and gritted our teeth. This latest lockdown is definitely different. And I don't know about you, but at times I feel as if a huge elephant is sat upon my chest. And if I'm not careful, it literally belly flops onto my face. It restricts my ability to breathe, to see, to move. Last Friday, I quite literally gave up. I stayed in bed, weeping, and that elephant had taken up residence on my head and in my head, some could argue. But by 1pm, I had had enough. And to be fair, I was starting to smell. So I threw back the duvet cover, stripped the bed and had a word with myself and brought myself and my mind back to the stuff within my control. The stuff that serves my soul. As ever... 
it's our experience. It's no good me just sharing an inspiring story where I've thrown off the duvet and actually got my sorry ass out of bed. Um, and some, and it's no good just being shouted at, come on, you can do this! Uh, because some of that motivates, but some of that really doesn't, and it pushes us the wrong way. And so it's so important to remember that we are not all the same. And what's important is to look inwardly and to make um decisions based on our own needs on what we need to make us feel us feel better so as ever be knowledge is about reminding you to think about the stuff that affects you your world your health we are not an equation that is simple to work out i mean is there even such a thing i'm rubbish at maths we are annoyingly more complex but the magic happens when instead of following the prescribed pathway, we realise that the road we need to walk upon is not always the same as everyone else's. And potentially, we're not all wearing the same thing either. Yeah, we've got different shoes on, different hats. Some of us may be wearing roller skates. Some of us are in flip flops. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that some generic stuff doesn't work. Uh, meditation or being still, as I call it, is scientifically proven to help because it calms the mind. But it's not for everyone. And maybe you need to still the noise in your head by doing something different. Uh, where do you find that stillness when your mind stops whirring? Um, some people find it washing the car, having a bath, dancing, naked in the kitchen, potentially singing boys' own ballads in the shower, my personal favourite. So quieting the noise by immersing yourself in the joy of living. So before we even begin to motivate ourselves to get up off the safe and start doing the stuff that makes us feel better, we need to rationalise our worlds. I understand that people are feeling overwhelmed with the amount of stuff they've either got to do or the emotional stuff that they have to deal with. So I've I've basically signposted people towards this thing called the Eisenhower grid. Now in the corporate training world, this is a time management tool. It's brilliant. I use it for everything. So I use it for practical stuff, I use it for emotional stuff. I use it for even decluttering the house, okay? And all it is is about working out what needs doing, when it needs doing, if somebody else can do it or if you can dump it in the bucket bucket. Do you see what I did there? clever so basically you've got four you've got one grid four blocks okay one block is the do that is if it's urgent and important and it needs doing now so your kids doing their homeschooling if a piece of work needs handing in that day that goes in the do box if they know that they need to hand something in on another day so it's important but not urgent that is where you design so that is for the stuff that you know needs doing but the deadline isn't today if you've got some stuff that's uh important no hang on urgent but oh urgent but not important you need to delegate it i think that's the right way around god I'm only human. So that's things like they need doing the dishwasher, stripping the bed, the cleaning, the, the Tesco shopping, the uh, anything to do with running the house that you can delegate to give to someone else to do. Sorry about the confusion. And then if it's not important and not urgent, where does it belong? It just need, you need to let it go. You need to dump it. You need to get rid of it. That's the stuff that steals your time. That's the procrastination, the candy crush, the Facebook, the social media. And not only does that stuff steal your time, it makes you feel pretty shy too so that needs to go in the fuck it bucket I mean the pahucket bucket right so you have got do 
urgent and important. Design, important but not urgent. Delegate, urgent but not important. And dump is the stuff that you can let go float in the chuck it bucket. I'm so sorry that I swore. Okay, tip two, memory recall. When mental health and motivation take a slide to Doomsville, which is so easy to happen, even when life pre-COVID was a thing, we do lose sight of blue skies. We forget what it feels like to feel okay as we are overwhelmed with negative emotion, worrying thunks, which as we know, feels so big and so heavy. So having rationalised your world using the um, Eisenhower's grid that I shoved up there, um, now's your time to think about what does make you feel better. Okay, so what I want you to do is grab a a piece of paper and a pen and I want you to recall a time when you felt good, when you felt motivated, happy, confident-ish. How did it feel? Why did it help? Where were you? What were you doing? Can you, knowing the constraints that we're living under now, can you find a way to replicate any of that so that you can reap the benefit um, of the internal stimuli that makes you feel better? Yeah. So case in point, I know for a fact that I feel happier, more balanced, alive when I'm motivating others. Okay, laughing, sharing, learning. And COVID has been Uh, a right pain in my booty because it's removed my ability to be able to do this I can't bring people together I can't inspire them the way in which I was used to and I can't shine a light on their enoughness um, where I used to do it when we were working together on projects and what have you so I did lose the will and I lay in my bed and I fermented in ugness um, last Friday, wrapped in a serious case of CBA-ness. For those of you that don't know what that means, I say it because it makes me giggle, um, but it basically means can't be arsedness. And I did weep and I was woeful and my white pillow's got mascara on. But I did know that I had to pull myself together. It is genuinely okay to feel sad, to get into a funk, to feel rubbish. Um, it's okay for me to feel cheap and you. I don't mean this isn't about me, but I'm just illustrating my world. It's okay to feel cheated and angry and woeful and hurt. But I know that by getting up and getting on and making the bed and doing little tasks and learning to congratulate myself, I will get back up in charge of that pony and gird my loins, acknowledging my little wins on the way. So how can I make me motivated again so that I can feel better? I plan online events, wrapping myself up in case no one comes with the it's okay it's not you, it's the world. I ring my friends, the ones that motivate me. Um, and I motivate those people that I live with to come walking, running, lying in the grass. Um, and this week alone, I've galloped, and I mean proper gallop lake, down the road with my singing partner. And she's a sensible sword. I hope she's listening to this because that will make her laugh. I know that all these things will make me feel okay. And remembering how good they feel gives me the motivation I need to get up and get back on. Okay, so think about a time when you felt okay, when you felt better, when you felt in control of your world. Where were you? What were you doing? And can you replicate some part of that to give you that sense of control now? Yeah. Okay, so try not to be dramatic. This is my second thing. And um, it's a bit deeper and perhaps a bit more to the point. Um, There are several mantras that I use to help reboot my va-va-voom so it can voom. My vava, so it can voom. And some of these may seem a little extreme, so apologise if it's too much. If you met me, you would know that these messages don't come wrapped in anything other than compassion, gently delivered, warm and funny, to inspire, not to frighten. Um, The only thing wrong with not motivating yourself to do things that make you feel better is that you lose out on that feeling. 
I don't stand in any judgment in any way. Having lived with childhood cancer and wobbly mental health, I know how hard it is. But I also know that I'm deserving of feeling okay. I too am allowed to feel the warmth of happiness, self-love and joy. And that is why I'm sharing these words with the world. Sometimes, if I am really struggling, I help to help myself. I remind myself that one day I am going to die. And it is a massive message, but it motivates me to get up and do myself a favour, to live life, to choose to be an enthusiastic liver of life. I spoke last week about heroes and how Disney have perpetuated the myth that one day one will come along. Well, you know that that hero is you, so you don't need to wait anymore. Motivating yourself to feel better, to choose you, to plan stuff that helps you is when your hero comes out to play. For they want you to have the best time in this life because you are you. And maybe this mantra is a step too far, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it's a big old boot at the bum, boosting you to a place of realisation that you can still choose to do things that make you feel happier, even in these conditions, to help you feel grounded. Yes, we do all have a lot to carry. And yes, our choices have been limited. But if we are still here telling our tale, we do owe it to ourselves the opportunity to feel better, don't we? <sighs> Bit deep, but thought-provoking. And I hope that you got a pen and a piece of paper out and you started thinking about, OK, what, what does make me feel better? I'm going to motivate myself to get there. So tomorrow morning, if you've had a crap day today, you're going to think about what makes me feel better I really love walking, but it's cold and it's wet. Well, I'm going to wear more clothes and get more socks on and I'm going to stop finding reasons and barriers to not choose to put my sense of wellness as a priority. Don't forget we are all different and what motivates you might be someone else's biggest turnoff and likewise what motivates them might make you want to weep. The key is genuinely in some reflective thinking, putting you a priority on that list. Think about what you makes, makes you feel better. Make a plan, stick to it. Celebrate your courage, your strength and your commitment to feeling better. Write it down on a journal. If your mojo does a bojo and buggers off in a yurt to Scotland, read the journal and remind yourself of the feels. Bring yourself home to peace so you can reboot your bounce. That's it. Beanology Bites, episode three. Next week... We are all about uh, perspective. So the newsletter will come out on Monday. Podcast on the Friday. Um, in between time, there are events going on on Facebook. So if you uh, rock up on the Beanology Facebook page um, and come and join us, they do make you feel better. They are helpful. They're supportive. Um, they're compassionate, but they are wrapped in key thinking and skills and tips that really, really, really help. Um, if you've got any questions, um, please do email me, lizzie at beanology.co.uk. But for now, I'm going to leave you to it. But I want to leave you with this tiny, one tiny message more, is that you are deserving of feeling okay. But sometimes we have to be the reason we feel okay and stop waiting for the world to get better. Okay, take care. Look after yourselves, look after each other. Love and night. Bye.